Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. Today, we have a very special bonus episode. We have a cat chat with Adrian, who has been wanting to do this episode for quite some time. I'm here with Margie Felden, who is a co-owner of Interview Connections and also has a very big life besides that as an animal advocate, really, right, Margie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Margie and I met with Harold, her dog, her Maltese, who I found on Instagram, just scrolling through dog pictures. And I thought, oh, I want to talk to this dog. And I reached out and I got a yes from Margie. And I didn't think anything of it that, oh, she works for podcast booking guests. Okay. Well, I want to talk to her dog. And I was much more interested in Harold than Margie. And as I got to know Harold in our session, I got to know Margie. She has a cat, Adrian, who has made some appearances on the Zoom. And in one of the sessions, Adrian was on her lap and was looking at me. And I got this strong sensation that Adrian was wanting a chance to talk. So although I'm a dog show, we are talking with the dogs. We are welcoming Adrian and Margie today to find out what a cat wants people to know. So those of you who are dog people, thank you for joining us. Those of you who are cat people, here's a chance to find out what a cat has to say. Margie, welcome. Thank you so much for having us. And I would say as someone who identifies as both a dog and cat person, if you think you're a dog person and not a cat person at all, you maybe haven't found the right cat for you. Adrian, yes. What about you? Welcome, Adrian. Adrian the cat, she is considering getting on Margie's lap. Before we got started, I asked if it was possible Adrian would consider joining us. So we have this for video as well, and people can see Adrian's beautiful face, your features. We're seeing your backside, Adrian. <laughs> so it's really up to you. We want you to be comfortable. But let's tune in. I'm going to get quiet and focus on what Adrian has to say. Adrian is saying thank you. She is a little bit miffed, is her word, that it's taken so long to do this. She is stuck playing second fiddle sometimes to Harold, and he gets a lot of attention, and she knows that he's actually very gregarious. And I will tell people that when I spoke to Harold, he is a blind dog and he does not make it an a stumbling block in his life and she's sort of mixed about that because she respects him very much and she does want people to know that if you have a dog who is blind or deaf that it means nothing in some ways to the animal's quality life she Mm -hmm. says absolutely nothing she says i live with him he's fine we've got other issues between us (laughs) 
Okay, yeah. Adrian. Okay, you have your other issues with Harold. Enough about him, right? But you are advocating for dogs that some might have that negative terms that you don't like labeling them poor dog and disabled. We won't say that. They're not. They have a lot of life and love in them and they're worth the effort. Okay, so she's going to move along now. So, okay, so you got your public service announcement out, Adrian. Good. What oh, else? So Adrian? nice. Yeah. Adrian, what can we talk about you? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. She has her needs and she appreciates the fresh water. Okay. She's going to start on Margie is a fabulous caretaker and okay. So she, she really, she says, I want people to know to give cats a break that cats have their needs too and as much fun oh i guess a lot of people she knows this a lot of people like to put cats down who like to have a good laugh at the cat's expense and she says that's all good but don't forget that we have feelings and needs too that don't overlook that just for your joy of amusement we're not here just for your amusement and she said that Margie's really good as much as she gets amused. She also knows that I have my basic needs. And that is like her number one thank you. Her favorite thing is that you have her covered. You're meticulous in your care for Adrian. You, it's like a data worksheet. You pay attention to her details. And she says that, so she's fine with the amusement factor because oh. but she wants other cats to have that same opportunity that if people take note of the needs of a cat and most cats don't have a lot of needs, but they're very particular on their needs. If you take care of that, the relationship with the cat can change. Like it's like a whirlwind change. If you, when the, those basics, she said, they're almost more important. She sort of swears than those dogs those D dogs. She said, they'll overlook things. They're way more forgiving. But she says, we have sensitive structures and sensitive energy. Yeah. And that she needs it aligned and that she appreciates that you take care of those D meticulously take care. Thank you. I, I do try to be very meticulous. For example, I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's she likes to have some variety in her water. So she has two water bowls, but this is her cup. And it's like a glass that I keep full on the tray next to her bed on the couch. Cause she likes to be able to drink out of a glass sometimes and not have to get off the couch to get a drink. And forgive me. I took the glasses off. I had the eye surgery and it, it's, mm-hmm. I just thought I would do that. So anyone watching, that's why my eyes are healing, but she, Adrian, she said, yes, Adrian, back to you. She likes the two. She says it, it's, it's not that I'm spoiled. She says it makes life interesting and I have Mm -hmm. preferences Mm -hmm. and it keeps me comfortable that that's another tip from Adrian Mm -hmm. in terms of she's like a senior lady. And, and she says that it's not spoiling a cat when you take care of a basic need and comfort. And if she had to do all the work to climb out and, Mm -hmm. She sort of swears she's got, I mean, but she's like hauling herself over to where a water dish might be is just way more effort than it's worth because then it keeps her, her body, her limbs agile and that she can rest yeah. them. So she, 
it's good that you bring her water because it's, it's really not necessary for her to get up. Yeah. Gosh, Adrian, you have a lot to say. So she, <laughs> oh, I guess she, she considers herself an advocate too. And mm-hmm. that she gives you, that you learn, you're able to do your best work with the rescues. And when you're talking to people, educate, because you educate people about rescue. Mm-hmm. She says, but she, she feeds you information and she gives you awareness that you would not be nearly as effective. She's sort of like a grand dame. Mm-hmm. You would not be nearly as effective without her because, and she compliments your efforts. Oh, this is perfect because Harold is a dog, but she rounds you out, Margie, in your work mm-hmm. and what you're able to do. And you reach more people because of her, because she can educate you on cats mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that aspect, she says it's growing and she said that you have opportunities and she would like you to consider them more in your mm. outreach. Cool. She wants to talk medical. She says there's a lot going on. Yeah. I'd love to talk medical. <laughs> I am not a doctor. I say mm-hmm. that for both for you as a reminder, I can share what I'm seeing for, from an animal. And mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is like one of those, like a subway map or a mm-hmm. metro map that it has a lot of different lines in different directions. And she mm-hmm. says her body is like a machine that has a lot of different things going on. She functions like an entire subway system so that when mm-hmm. her meds are right, it, they just pass through like when you can change lanes. Mm -hmm. But she said, that's why it's important for people to follow through when you get a prescription. She sort of wants like a messenger. She's like, when, when a person gets a prescription, she goes, it's the same for people too, that Mm -hmm. you have to coordinate it or it can get muddled up and that you Mm -hmm. can't stray and say, well, I'm feeling better. She says, we've done that before. I feel nauseous. When like, it's like if we skip something or it's like someone might think she says not to blame anyone, but she says, mm-hmm. there's a time, like if you miss a dose or you miss something, it can bring on for her, it brings on like this nausea and this wooziness mm-hmm. and, and sort of in the head. And it's like by sticking to like a subway schedule, it keeps her whole body moving seamlessly, mm-hmm. but it's easy like if one train is late it's like then it can affect another train so that's why it's Mm -hmm. important and why she's lucky that she's with you because you're good at keeping this well meticulous so she's not on any she's on like a joint supplement chew twice a day and eardrops but she's not on any like real medication except and this is funny because talk about a schedule she is in a drug study for a kidney drug that's been working well for her. That is every 28 days. I mean, it, it's like meticulous. The same person has to bring her in and fill out the questionnaire. It's like a very, so she's been in that drug study now for over a year and I've kept her in it because her kidney levels look really good. So, but yeah, it's very, I mean that you couldn't be more meticulous because of it's a controlled double blind study. It has to be like everything Mm -hmm. very meticulously scheduled. (laughs) She says, we know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Some things we, um, and I don't know why she keeps talking about we instead of I, she wants to, she does, she's not, I'm not getting the sense as much that she's talking about herself person. She wants to be the spokeswoman 
for cats. Yeah, she's also, it's interesting that she would say we because she is part of a bonded pair and -hmm. they were together for 16 years. And now uh, Lily has passed away a year ago, but they were always a unit. So I find it interesting that she would be more of a we than an I because they really were like almost a unit together rather than, you know, they had individual obviously like needs and stuff, but they were always together. Well, she says it's been an adjustment. That's, yeah, I think that's why she, Adrian, loves her one-on-one time with you. Mm-hmm. And it's really important. So she says like the cat sitter doesn't spend as much time with Harold as, so she doesn't have to share Harold with the right. cats. Right. Harold's never home. Like when, if we go away, the dog goes somewhere else. And then the Adrian's here with the cat sitter. So Adrian keeps saying is that, yes, so, so that she want, would like some time with you like that. She's, she's, she's sort of, it's like she's jealous or sensitive. Mm-hmm. So that's a request. And usually, Adrian, I say, what is, what would you like the person, your person to know till the end? But mm-hmm. you have a high need for Margie to know that, that you love your closeness, your one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she said that Margie's starting to talk to me more and listen. I love that because I like to think, you know, part of my mission is that people start talking to mm-hmm. their own dogs and listening and, mm-hmm. and, and cats, any animal, their horse or fish or whatever. But mm-hmm. she said, Margie's talking to me more and listening and mm-hmm. we're making, we've made great strides. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she said, Margie gets pictures, images more. Adrian, what is it that you think that Margie is getting pictures up? Well, she says it's like a knowing sense too. You're getting that more often. Like I know, and then you might see a picture of food, like how she likes her food. And and it's not like from the past, a memory, but Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a glimpse that is like just seeing something. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Like it's like a flash of an idea, except sometimes it's a picture. She says mm-hmm. you started to get some pictures. She thinks you are. Mm-hmm. Cool. Be open that if you get a, a picture, an image of something that might be from the cat, you can say to the cat, oh, is this what you want to show me? Like I see this moist. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting an image of, it looks like canned food, but yeah. she's, she's like, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, does she get a mound of moist food? And she's mm-hmm. saying it's too much. She she, she's, so she's showing me it's too much. And she's like, what if you gave me less amounts and mm-hmm. tried it more frequently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a good idea because it does build up and then it kind of dries out. And then I think it's not as tasty. No, she wants it fresh. She does not want it to dry it out. And, and mm-hmm. she's like, you'll save money. I, she doesn't want a lot of cat. <laughs> a lot of cats don't like, uh, they don't, first of all, they don't want a dirty dish just yeah. like, they, mm-hmm. they are very picky about their litter boxes. Yes. I'm not just saying that you, but she's like, you tell it girl. She's mm-hmm. you're very much an advocate. So yes, I will remind people clean out those litter boxes. If you're having any issues because cats, many cats hate that. They want no. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's saying for you the, to know the same is with food. They don't want it dried around the edges or hard and where they, ha- it, mm-hmm. don't like, and she doesn't like that. And she doesn't like when there's too much Mm-hmm. She wants to please you. She very much wants to please you. She, so she doesn't, she feels pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh, cause Lily would finish up for her. So now it's yeah. obvious. <laughs> so 
So now she's got all this food that she can't always eat. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's because she doesn't feel, she doesn't feel well overeating. Mm-hmm. It's like a physical thing. Yeah. She's not demanding. She appreciates what you do and that you stick with her protocol. You stick with good care. You have a system with her and she loves mm-hmm. that. She loves her structure. Yeah. She's that's funny. She really is like that. Like she's, I've never had a less entitled pet. Like she is just like the definition of happy to be here. Grateful for any attention she gets. Like it's very sweet. <laughs> okay. Uh, any questions? She is so stiff and I've tried a lot for arthritis. She takes joint chews. We did laser treatments. Um, I can um, do acupuncture, like if that would help her. I want to know what else I can do because I've looked into different things and we haven't had a breakthrough. She still seems really stiff to me. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing which may be related to the stiffness is she has the loudest yowl ever and she yowls like, all night and like a lot during the day too. So I'm wondering what she, she hasn't always done this. She, I think she did do it a little bit before Lily died, but it's really the past few years picked up. And now it's like, it doesn't even sound like a cat. It's like screaming. It's so loud. I feel like she, the touch helps her. Yeah. Loosen stiffness. Mm-hmm. And she says like, and talk to the cat lady too. I guess the cat lady does stuff that the howling's different. So to me, it feels like there's energy that gets stuck. It gets trapped mm-hmm. in those areas. And it just, it just feels trapped. And that's mm-hmm. why it's like to, to let it out, you know, sort of energetically, holistically, there are mm-hmm. ways to do that. And there's EFT and we can do that. I'm happy mm-hmm. to where it's like a releasing, but okay. I feel like her system is, is flowing along and then it's like this energy gets trapped inside of there and she's trying to stretch it out, but she's has, she says she can't do it by herself. So Adrian, can, I want to go deeper again and, and ask if you can share something specific about the howling tied to the stiffness. So she says she gets caught up in it. It's like a dog chasing its tail. Ha ha ha. That once yeah. she gets started, it's like she's lost herself in it. So it's yes. sort of, it just goes. And then it's like, it's too late. Yes. That is what it looks like uh, from my perspective too. <laughs> she's just, and so it's sort of like d- dealing with it immediately or so it doesn't happen. Okay. So good to know. So I can see, I can hear that. It just, once she gets started. So how can you prevent it? Because it's not really working for anybody, Adrian, mm-hmm. and you're not doing it now. So I'm glad you're relaxed. She says, there's definitely patterns. I feel like it's the back legs, like the back left leg mm-hmm. gets yes. it. Is that, is it the back left leg? Yeah. That's where she's really stiff is like her back legs and that. Yeah. That she's very like, yeah. Once that back leg hurts a lot, then it's like done. It, it's mm-hmm. sort of like if I can lift 10 pounds, but after, if I, if I lift 10 pounds for five hours, I'm going to get tired. Mm-hmm. So then I might start howling. And it's the starting point is that back left leg. And I mm-hmm. feel like, I mean, maybe she's got a tear. I feel like there's a, I, uh-huh. To prevent the howling, I'm going to be clear, Adrian, to alleviate it, she says. It's the back left leg is the main 
point that ties the whole body together that triggers Mm -hmm. like her shutting down in a way that she doesn't, that's not good Mm -hmm. where she's really tightens up. So that alleviates it. It's like, look at that and see what that is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what it is, but yes, definitely have the vet re-examine it, but get the vet lady's observations. Okay. You're not asking her to diagnose. You're just saying, what are you observing? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I, I think that that will make a big difference exploring that right there. Cool. Thank you so much. So let me see if there's anything else that she wants you to know. Oh, she's like, this is great. She likes this. She says that she's like, our bond is deeper, the two of you. Aww. She's funny. She, she really, she's actually very sensitive. It's she like, is. I feel like she's more sensitive yeah. now. She feels like this deeper settling in, like, like putting on your favorite shoes, like, ah, mm-hmm. she's, she feels very satisfied, satiated, mm-hmm. she says. Okay, Adrian. What else? She goes. No, she's good. She's good. Keep advocating for the cats. Sharing mm-hmm. the story. Doing. She's like your big cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's cat chat. I I hope you've had a good time. And I'm wondering, do you have anything lingering? That was great. No, thank you so much. That was so cute. And I love that you're talking so much about advocacy because actually, I have been for a few months looking at a lot of like cat rescue and kitten rescue and thinking that at some point I should do some more kitten fostering because of what I did with Adrian and kind of like nursing her back to health. So maybe a future of that. Oh yeah. She's like, why wait? So Adrian, how would you feel about some kittens coming along? And she, she's like, try me. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, she said that in the beginning about the, uh, the rescue. She's like, try mm-hmm. me. She's open to it. Wow. All right. She said it would be amusing. Harold would learn a few things because he'd have to share. Yeah. Wow. She, yeah, she, I mean, that was her big thing is that she wanted you to do the, she says, try me and why wait? Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she sees, wow. Like if, if she has done her job kind of thing, if she has enabled and encouraged you to do even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that's oh interesting when you connect like the dots like you rescued her but she want that that's why she is such a big deal to her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting when you get the whole thing out. That's so cute. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, well we'll stay tuned and find out if you have kittens at your house. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, well next time it'll be me and like a basket of kittens and Adrian they'll all talk to you. <laughs> That's right. Well, we'll see what happens, but this could be the beginning of something great at your house. The next greatness, the next stage. Yes. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you. I know if anyone wants to find out, my dogs do this every time they know we're, when we're finishing up. If anyone out there wants to learn more about interview connections, you can find Margie at interviewconnections.com. And you can learn about getting yourself on a podcast, about finding great guests for your podcast, even a cat or a dog, or maybe even some kittens. So thank you, Margie. I'm Liz Murdoch. I am so grateful for our bonus episode of Cat Chat with Adrian, And we just look forward to your latest updates. Thank you so much. Thanks, Liz. 
Thanks for joining me today at Talking with the Dogs. If you'd like to work with me and find out what your dog wants you to know, both at home and in the workplace, go to talkingwiththedogs.com, book a session, or sign up for a workshop. Either way, I hope you'll talk and listen to your dog. Mm -hmm.